Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Arms to the Heart podcast. I am so excited to talk to you today about health and fitness and how to be a little bit more balanced during the holiday season. I think so many of us end up worried that the holidays are going to derail us in our fitness goals. And so today we're going to talk through how we can still prioritize our health and fitness while fully enjoying the season. Because I know the season can bring a ton of extra stress and overwhelm just due to the sheer busyness of all the things that we're running back and forth to and all the different directions that we're pulled in. And so it can be easy to feel like we don't even have time to take care of ourselves in a lot of ways, but also to feel like we're getting off track in our health and fitness because of all the different events we're going to, all the celebrations, all the sweets that are available to us, the feasts. You know, I want you to feel empowered and confident and just at peace in the way that you fully enjoy the holidays while also feeling like you have that balance that you really desire. We will dive right in to these 15 simple tips and hacks to help you to both prioritize your health and fitness while also enjoying the celebrations with family and friends. Hey friend, welcome to Arm to the Heart. I'm Megan Gephardt. I believe life and motherhood is a gift. I believe each of us are born with a unique mission we're meant to fulfill. I believe babies and dreams can and do go together. I believe it is possible to pursue the dreams in our hearts and also be a great mom at the same time when we let God lead us. I believe it takes a village and a whole lot of grace and that military life and motherhood is so much better when we do it together. So let's put on the armor of God. Let's run this race set before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. All right, as we begin here, I know the holiday season brings a ton of joy, right? But it can also be a challenging time for really maintaining our health and fitness. And, you know, many of us are thrown off our routines. We've got the added pressure of all these social events, opportunities to kind of overindulge with so many sweets all over the place and lots of big meals. And it can be really easy to fall into kind of one extreme or the other, to throw in the towel, to kind of give up and resolve to getting back on track in the new year. And also the other extreme, which many of us may fall into more. If, if you're like me, you probably fall into this more. Um, and many of the women I coach who expect a lot of themselves to take a lot of pride in our fitness, we feel like this intrinsic pressure to keep up with our routine and to not fall off track. And so I want you to, to be able to be empowered to find a balance that feels good, that feels right for you, that gives you the freedom to enjoy the holidays without feeling like this worry that you're falling off the train or losing all the progress that you've made throughout through your hard work this year. But I also don't want you to get overly restrictive where it really steals your joy and your presence and your focus and attention away from what matters most. So these 15 simple practical strategies are going to help you holiday proof your fitness and help you make movement a really consistent and positive part of your holiday season. So it'll help you make it a priority and if that's what you want it to be, then I really want you to know that you can do that and it doesn't have to look perfect and it's not about looking perfect, but it's about allowing it to serve you and to serve your family and to be integrated into your life in a beautiful way. So we'll dive right in. Tip number one, build a mindset that will support you and that will serve you well. So we're going to have a whole separate podcast episode on this because I really want to dig into our relationship with food and our body image and exercise over the holidays, some do's and don'ts there. But really the key here is that we want to avoid all or nothing mindsets that really just keep us stuck in these cycles of guilt and shame and are actually kind of propagating these unhealthy, more extreme relationships with health and fitness and with our bodies and with food. So, you know, this isn't the time of the year to overcomplicate things. It's not the time of the year to set unrealistic goals. It's not the time of the year to beat ourselves up about, you know, having to be super strict on our workout schedule or counting every last macro to be healthy this holiday season. You know, and it's also not about punishing our body for 
or having to overcompensate for what we eat. And I really want you to experience freedom in, in food and in exercise and also in a healed relationship with your body. So we're going to dive separately into that because it's worth peeling back the layers there. But the rest of this episode is going to be practical tips, but I just couldn't, I couldn't, um, you know, not begin with the most important thing of mindset because everything flows from or kind of bleeds out from here. So that's really what I want you to remember there. So be sure to catch the next episode where we're going to dive into all the different ways that your mindset is either keeping you stuck or how you can make sure that it does serve you well. Number two is going to be to set intentions and small goals for yourself. So very first thing, you know, this, this episode obviously talks about how to stay on track, but I really want you to define for yourself, what does staying on track mean for me? <laughs> you really define it. And it doesn't have to, you know, be, success doesn't have to look one certain way and it's going to be different for every person, but define what success looks like for yourself. Define what staying on track looks like because then you're not going to be measuring yourself up against this unrealistic or kind of unintentional standard and always falling short of that, you know, and this is, this is important no matter what time of the year it is, having intentions and, and small goals, big goals, um, but especially when we're really busy or really stressed or kind of in an overwhelming season, small, simple, daily, weekly, monthly goals to hit can be really, really good. And I also want to encourage you to put this in a place where you can see it. And so something that's really helped me tremendously in busy seasons like postpartum or in times when just things are really crazy is having a little tracker like on the refrigerator or somewhere where I can see it and literally checking off my habits and it sounds so simple but it it really makes you feel good because you know you're prioritizing those things they're kind of the non-negotiables that are you're really taking care of yourself so that you can pour yourself out for everybody else too I just encourage you to celebrate your little wins in that way because it'll help you stay motivated and it'll help you know that you know even if you didn't get everything done on your to-do list, which how many of us do, right? We never do. Um, you can still feel really productive. You're accomplishing something really meaningful and you are being who you want to be. You're showing up as who you want to um, for your health so that it can have that positive overflow effect into your family and who you are for everybody around you. All right, number three, I just want you to know that you are able to prioritize what matters most to you. If fitness is up there as one of your priorities, you can choose that. You can choose that during the holiday season, even when like things are pulling you all different directions. And so I just encourage you, slow down, really take a look and, and assess honestly, where am I falling into a lot of people pleasing? Where am I saying yes to things that are kind of overcommitting or overextending me and pulling my attention and my ability to say yes to the things that really matter more to me? And so, you know, if you really want to make workouts a priority, prioritize getting them in whenever possible, but also we're going to talk about this throughout, but remember that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to look perfect. It doesn't have to be super long workouts. It can be really simple. It can just be integrated into whatever you're already doing. Um, You can just get some life-giving movement in. And, you know, I, I know that it's going to help serve your mental health. And so if your physical, your mental health is important to you, I know for me, it's definitely a stress release. It's a stress reliever. Um, it's something that helps me to just be much more patient with my kids, much more energized. It helps me sleep better. I mean, so many things. Um, helps me just feel better. And I even I even make better choices in eating when I'm also exercising. So all those things, um, I just, if it's important to you, you get to prioritize it if you want to. Number four is have a plan. And this, again, requires a little bit more of a pause, but I want you to look ahead and take stock of your schedule. Um, you know, really go into this season with a plan and you're probably, you probably are like 
pulled in a bunch of different things that were either planned for you or expected of you or you're pressured to say yes to. And so, you know, along with all of those other plans, let's look and and just look honestly and say, okay, how, how does my health and fitness kind of fit into this? Where are those times that I'm going to really be in a very, very busy full few days? You know, where can I prioritize kind of nutrient dense, healthy meals? Where can I prioritize workouts? And then where can I plan for rest days? So I don't have to feel guilty for when all these things are coming up. You know, and so that way it's not just default, but it's actually being intentional about those things and making a concerted effort to, um, you know, find that balance that is going to make the most sense for you and also allow you to really experience freedom on the other times. And I think the, the one of the challenges is, is when we don't have a plan, but it, it matters to us, like working out matters to us and it's important to us and we really want to do it. We have all the right intentions or the best intentions we just feel anxious. We feel like there's this anxiety and underlying guilt if it doesn't end up happening, but there's this anxiety of like, when am I going to fit it in? When am I going to fit it in? Ah, like, you know, there's no good time and all this stuff. And so it just allows us the freedom to be present when we have a place and a time for it. And we can just rest knowing, okay, there is space in my schedule in my calendar and in my time for this. And so that way we can freely enjoy ourselves in the other times. And I think it's the same thing with regards to, you know, everything from habits of how we are maintaining our our home and, um, you know, our other to-do list responsibilities so that like when it's time to be, you know, sitting there on the couch, cuddled up, reading a book with our kids, we're not like thinking about the to-do list that's weighing on our shoulders all the time. You know what I mean? So or feeling like this tug to go do all the things in our house when our baby needs us to sit there and nurse him. And like, I was just, just doing that right now. And I was like, I was like, hurry up, hurry up, fall asleep so I can go go do my podcast. But I'm like, wait a minute. Like, no, this is an invitation to slow down. God has given me the gift of connecting with him and of rest. And there is, I, I know God is going to give me the time he wants to give me for everything else that he asks me to do to include this calling to share share this with you. And so just a simple example there. But I do think that having that plan um, and planning around all those things that are already going to be on your schedule is just going to help you tremendously. All right, number five, do it in the morning. I think for me especially and for a lot of the clients that I work with, and I know especially if you have young kids, you know, we get pulled in so many different directions and there's so many demands on our plate. And so if we're able to prioritize exercising at some point in the first few hours of the morning, it helps kind of set the tone for the for the day. It helps us feel like, okay, we got our cup filled. Um, you know, it helps us feel more energized and be more productive the rest of the day, you know, doing something good for ourselves in the very beginning. And so I just encourage you to do that. I know it's very easy to like to, to kind of look for this perfect time and to wait for this perfect time that ends up never coming. And then we feel the guilt or we feel the shame around like, oh, I didn't get my workout in or I'm just going to wait till tomorrow. And then like tomorrow never comes. And, you know, it's just like it, we can fall into this cycle because we're looking for a perfect time. But if we get it done early, I know it's just it can help tremendously um, and kind of kind of guard against some of the tendencies to procrastinate or even unintentionally sometimes make excuses when we really have all the good intentions in the world to to get it done. And another thing about this is like if we lower the barriers to getting it done, the better. I really encourage you like put out your workout clothes the night before or even sleep in whatever you're going to work out in or um, just work out in whatever you're wearing already, your pajamas, like it, it does not matter. Um, and then also reduce the barriers of like going to the gym to work out or, you know, if that's not really 
as feasible if it requires like okay you got to get like childcare you got to get your kids make sure like your kids are taking care of or whatever it is just like don't be afraid to to make a plan to also be able to just integrate it into your life wherever you're at whatever your life looks like even if you got kids hanging on you like a jungle gym like that's me all the time and I know um you know it sometimes can feel frustrating but the more we can just give ourselves grace and like allow for that flexibility and know it doesn't have to be perfect it's okay if there's interruptions and all of those things then we're just going to be much more empowered to kind of go with the flow. All right, number six. Okay, this is, is related, but quality and consistency, I feel like is so much more important than kind of quantity or like frequency or time and intensity. So, you know, like you're probably not going to be able to fit in like 60 plus minute workouts throughout the holiday season, right? But we can maybe do a few 45 minute workouts a week, or maybe we can do 15 to 20 minute workouts, whatever is manageable for you, given your demand on your schedules, given, you know, whatever your goals are, I think that can really help. So just minimize the training volume and the frequency and focus on training smarter, not harder. Um, Maximize the time you do have, maximize the time you do spend towards your goals. So really take that step back again in the very beginning. Like I said, assess what are my goals here? And maybe your goal and your intention for the season is maintain instead of like building towards, you know, some big goals, but it's more so maintaining. Okay. Okay. What's going to help me to maintain? What are my Um, requirements kind of of how I'm spending my workout time throughout the week in order for me to maintain Um, and so yeah don't don't focus on perfection but focus on like what is good enough what makes the most sense with my lifestyle and my schedule that allows me to pour into all the things that really matter the most to me in this holiday season okay Um, number seven is get creative and be adaptable so Again, it doesn't have to look a certain way. There's so many different ways that we can kind of sneak in a workout creatively while we're on the go or while we're already doing things like in our life. And so maybe it's like taking a walk around the block or maybe if we're staying in a hotel, like take advantage of the fitness center or the pool, run around with your kids, play tag, shovel snow, like pull them around on a sled, go ice skating, do dance parties at home, use the playground, the kitchen table for pull-ups, um, squat with your kids. Like there's so many things that we can do that, can end up being like a really good movement and a good workout that doesn't look like a traditional workout and so don't be afraid to get creative and then number eight is cut yourself some slack so again we we can aim for consistency and we can aim for balance but we do not need to aim for perfection do not and do not with that also do not let some days off spiral you into giving up as well um or like the the pressure to do it perfectly cause you to not do it at all I know you know I'm, I'm really reminding myself this and also any fellow high achievers recovering perfectionists out there like those that I mostly coach um you know there's going to be a lot of unforeseen things that might be might be kind of feel very urgent during the holiday season and the worst thing we can do is kind of beat ourselves up over the times that it doesn't happen or to let it lead to a whole bunch of guilt or like binges or just overindulging or just giving up on our goals and we're going to talk about you know, how we can really cut ourselves some slack when life happens and also give ourselves grace and find that right balance. But I really think that, you know, it's just so important to know that there are days that we're not going to be able to get the workout in. There's going to be some days when we're just too tired or when, you know, our kids get sick or when, you know, like we, things take longer than we expect. And so just sometimes we just have to go with the flow. And it's not worth beating ourselves up extra about it, um, but instead just just remember God's grace is and his mercies are new every single morning. And so just take tomorrow and 
make it a new start. You know, we don't have to wait until January 1st to like reset our habits or to, you know, kind of get back on track and um, putting that in air quotes here. So um, yeah, just, just kind of move on. If, if you have to cut your losses one day, it's, it's all good. And then you also don't have to make it mean something about you. You don't have to make it mean something about your worth or your value, or you don't have to make it mean like you're a horrible human being. And we can just go into so many unhelpful places in our mind. And I just want to encourage you to give yourself that grace and don't let it like make you spiral out of control in that sense. Okay. Number nine, don't be afraid to break your workout into smaller chunks throughout the day or have it stack. There's like, these are like little tips that I can give you that that can be helpful ways to kind of integrate exercise. So habit stacking is where we can kind of combine it with another daily habit that we already do. And so something that we could do here is like, if we have to fold laundry, like, you know, maybe do interval an interval body weight workout and then like fold laundry while we're on our rest times. We already have to fold the laundry to keep up with it for the home or whatever, right? And so that could be something simple. Um, maybe it's like playing with your kids and, and incorporating them into the workout. Maybe it's okay, you're already taking the kids to the park. And so like do a workout while you're running around with them and and playing tag, you know, I mean, I think there's so many ways that we can do that. And then don't be afraid, like I said, to break your workout up. So if you don't have an hour to do a workout, but you want to get certain components of a workout done, maybe you can do like the first set in the beginning of the day where it takes 10 minutes or less than 10 minutes. And then you do the next set like midday or during your kid's nap time or um, something, you know, during quiet time or something like that. Right. So don't be afraid to break it up because you're still going to get the benefit from it or more benefit than if you didn't do it at all. All right. And then this is kind of related again to number 10 is make your plans and exercise fit into your life and not the other way around. And I want you to kind of think about don't let exercise or like the need or pressure or kind of shoulds in your mind of like, I have to work out, dictate your entire holiday. Like, don't let it, don't let it like steal your freedom. Don't let it steal your joy or your presence. And so like find those ways where you can fit it into what you've already got going on. And then also like merge it into your schedule. Okay. And then, oh, and with that too, I think it's important to, to, not deny ourselves the ability to like go out and enjoy life just because we need to get our workout in um and 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 again that can be like a sort of I think an obsessive tendency when we're in a place where we are placing a lot of worth or our identity in keeping up with our rhythm and keeping up with our routine and we don't we have that rigidity in our mind that doesn't allow us to diverge and we feel like it means that it's a failure if we are not getting it done and so I don't want you to be in that place mentally either and I don't want it to be stealing your ability to like go say yes to something that you know maybe is just an opportunity that arises in the moment or somebody asks you, you know, if you want to go do something and it sounds super fun, but you're like, oh man, but I was going to get my workout in. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, let's just think about really assess like what is most important to me. And you know, that workout can get done at another time and it's all good. Okay. Number 11, this is about balancing exercise and fitness with rest and recovery. And so when you're making that plan and you're looking at your schedule and you're mapping out the days you want to exercise and and kind of keep you on track in that sense, also create a plan to give you like the permission to actually rest and to have those rest days. And that's going to help you to minimize any guilt or any shame around that. It's going to help you feel free to like accept the invitation to rest 
and that because it's it's a natural need of our body but it also is going to be something that helps you like fill your cup and we all need the physical rest but we also need the mental rest and so just remember that too and give yourself some um kind of variation of like how intense you're working out you know how much high impact it is versus strength training um, versus cardio you know do different kinds of movement where you're varying it up and you're giving your body the ability to recover as well okay number 12 is choose you know life-giving movement like things that you actually enjoy movements that make you feel good that you're excited to do that just bring you joy make you happy i mean this this is a time i think when we you know, maybe feeling like burnt out from all the other things and all the other stressors, like this is the best time to just do things that we love. You know, we're probably off of our normal work routine a little bit more during the holidays. And so like give, you know, give yourself space to also, you don't have to stick with like your exact same thing that you're always doing, but like let yourself do something different and have fun with it and take it and run. And then you know, we'll have, like, we won't experience as much burnout because we give ourselves the space and the grace to do it a little bit differently and then kind of come back into our normal routine with even more kind of enthusiasm and energy. And sometimes this is going to mean, like, doing something that feels more restorative and more enjoyable for you rather than, again, just, like, beating your body into submission. And we are going to feel that pressure probably because we're, you know, we're probably out of our eating routine. We're eating more. It's like a little bit of concern potentially that we are going to fall off track in our weight or those kinds of things. And so just remember that you can give yourself permission to do what makes, makes you feel good as well. Number 13, look for opportunities to move more and just stay active throughout the day. And so, you know, this could be going for walks after meals. This could be, you know, kind of simple additions to the day um, that just mean moving. And it doesn't have to mean hour-long gym workouts. And, you know, I think there's, like I said, there's so many ways that we can get creative with this. But how can we make the day a little bit more, I mean, even just going out and shopping versus a whole bunch of online shopping? spend some more energy doing that, you know, and how can we incorporate things that are active with our kids? So this is related to number 14, but we can also make things exercise or like movement a tradition. Like there's so many fun seasonal activities that we could do that can be like part of our family traditions, you know, and I love finding new ways to stay active as a family because both like the actual exercise is good for us. It's healthy. It fills our cup, but it's also the time spent together and that's all rewarding. And so um, there's plenty of opportunities wherever you live to like stay active in the way we celebrate holidays. And so, for example, we this isn't like specific holiday tradition, but it's just a way to stay active um, with your family. Like we found a really awesome trampoline park yesterday and we spent the entire morning there and the kids had a ball and I don't think like I've jumped that much since I played volleyball probably like it was so much fun and um we were we were so tired at the end of all of it because we just exerted ourselves so much but it was just we had a ball and that was like good for everybody and everybody's age both you know my my one-year-old and my three-year-old and me I mean and our um our au pair who's who now just moved in with us like it was so fun and that was that was just like a simple thing and we were able to take advantage because unfortunately it was going to be a really rainy and um, even like icy day and so we knew we weren't going to really be able to spend much time outside and so we're like well what can we do that's still active that allows the kids to not feel so cooped up in the house and for us to feel so cooped up and man I did not even think like how much it would be um, exercise so it was really cool 
And then number 15, the last one here is involving or inviting other people can be really, really good. And so, you know, this of course can look like what we just talked about, but also it could look like, you know, trying a fitness class with a friend or asking, you know, your spouse to work out with you and be your workout buddy, um, inviting a family member or your, you know, a friend or your husband to be your accountability partner, um, you know, doing your workouts with your kids, like showing them, like involving them and, and helping them like model after what you're doing. Um, we have, we have this really cute book that reminds me of that my friend gave me called I Can Be Fit and it's basically like a little CrossFit book for kids and it's adorable. It goes through like all these different exercises and so Matthew knows like a ton of these exercises and whenever we read the book like we act it out and so we're like doing burpees or doing squats or doing bench press or doing blah 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 and it's like so fun and it's just a really simple way to like encourage them to take pride in being strong and in moving and all of those kinds of things. So yeah, I think like obviously the holiday season, sorry, I'm outside, these birds are flying all over the place. Um, the holiday season is a time where we want it to be shared with our loved ones. And so how can we involve everybody in the things that, that matter to us and that help fill our cups too, you know? All right. So that is all for the practical, tangible tips. We are going to dive deeply into mindset because I really don't want to neglect that. That is a huge part of all of this. And I think we can get into some some deep, dark places as well in our mindset when it comes to kind of feeling triggered around food and also fitness in our bodies during the holidays. So we're going to explore that together. Um, but today, I just kind of wanted to stay a little bit more tangible, practical strategies for you because these are important too. And so I hope this, this served you well. Please share it with a friend um, or a family member or anybody you feel like would really benefit from it and resonate with it. And I look forward to talking to you again soon.